welcome to Reframe and Rewire Greatness Through Daily Routine. This podcast is designed to alter your mindsets and transform your day-to-day from the second you open your eyes to you close them at night, adapting what I would call a success routine. This series is liable to change your life. And it's never the big things that you do, but the littlest things you do every day that make the biggest difference. And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome back to the podcast as we continue in this series on the trap of victimism. We only have a few points left and we're going to be winding down on this series. Uh, But I wanted to make sure that I covered all the bases So we've talked about helping others who are caught up in the trap. We talked about how we get into the trap. We talked about people who are vulnerable to falling into the trap and and a number of other things. So I won't go back through the whole list right now. I'll save that more towards the end of this series. But what I do want to say or remind you of is that just because you've fallen into some sort of trap of victimism, it doesn't mean that all of your life you're playing the victim or that you are feeling like a victim. And it doesn't mean that you're broken or that there's something wrong with you. It just means that you have allowed yourself subconsciously to fall into some kind of a trap that makes you feel like the victim. And that can be in terms of finances. It could be in terms of a job or a career. It could be uh, family issues or relational issues where you feel like the victim all the time. It could be the culture you live in or were brought up in. And in many cases, it could be abuse that you've suffered in your life that have, has made you slip into this trap of victimism. But the reason I call it a trap is because it's going to stunt you from any opportunity of growth to move forward and out of that. As long as you believe you're a victim and you behave like you're a victim, there's really no way out. There is absolutely no way out. And that's why I call it a trap. So it has to start in your mind. You have to start to believe, no, I am not going to be a victim to this. I am not going to be caught up in this lie. I am a victor. I am capable of rising above this. I can do this. I have the ability. I don't care if I break every record in my in my life, in my family, in my job, in my culture, in, in, in anything, I'm going to do this. I'm going to prove that I am better than this and I'm going to rise above it. Nobody is going to put labels on me about what I am and what I'm capable of doing. That, my friends, is the key. And until you can convince yourself of that and realize it and live it, you will not see victory out of this, okay? So let's finish up with these last few points on this. And today I want to talk about the critical nature of just something as simple as counting what you do have, seeing the good in who you are and being thankful for that good. You have a lot of good things about you. You have a lot of wonderful things that have happened to you. Maybe you haven't noticed it so much because you're caught up in the victim thing, but If you stop for just a few minutes and think about what you do have, I mean, even if it's simple things, you know, maybe you still have your eyesight. Okay, well, maybe you don't. All right, maybe you still have your hearing. All right, well, maybe you don't. Well, maybe you still have your arms and your legs, or maybe you have family that loves you, or maybe you have a place to live. Okay, maybe you don't. It doesn't matter. As long as you can find things to be grateful for, the sun still comes out, okay? 
you still are alive and breathing or you wouldn't be listening to this right now. Okay. So, so there's always things to be thankful for. Don't allow yourself to get caught up in what you don't have. Think about what you do have. Now I'm just going to share some important pieces to this that make a lot of sense and it will help you to understand why this is so critical. Okay. Almost every society across the globe values it as it values gratitude and happiness as fundamental. But we have to find it within ourselves if we're going to be able to do it. So studies at the University of Montana found that when people expressed more gratitude, they tended to also report greater levels of happiness. This is significantly based on the way gratitude affects human relationships. People tend to feel more positively about themselves and others when they express gratitude and hear expressions of gratitude. This has has to do with the positive social meaning we ascribe to gratitude. In fact, the University of South Wales found when people heard someone express gratitude, they were more likely to conclude they could form a meaningful relationship with that person. Wow. And, and we can talk about experiences. We can talk about materialism. Gratitude and happiness are also related in terms of how we spend our time and money. Now, I'm not saying how much money you have or how much time you have, just how you spend what you have. Researchers at Cornell University looked at 1,200 examples of online feedback and found when people completed positive reviews about experiences, they were more likely to express happiness, more so when they completed reviews about purchases. Appreciating experiences requires deeper processing to reflect on and relive the event. So even as simple, something as simple as stopping for a minute to sit in the sunshine or in the shade or pet, you know, pet your, the, your, your favorite pet um, or spend time with your children or with a friend. In addition, we typically enjoy experiences with each other's and the time together investment in the relationship can change everything. Okay. So critical gratitude and happiness is also related to each other in terms of materialism. In particular, a study at Baylor University found when people were more focused on owning and acquiring more things, they were less happy. All right. So it isn't about the things. It's not about the wealth. It's not about having things. I know a lot of very, very wealthy people that are miserable. They're absolutely, they're fighting all the time with their spouses. They're miserable. They complain constantly. And many of them have a victim mentality. So it's not about wealth. Now it's nice to have wealth. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it, but unfortunately it is not the key to happiness. Okay. So I have a little bit more I want to say on this. So we're going to let that bleed into tomorrow's conversation. And then we're going to go on to the next point. It's Michelle Steffes. Reframe and rewire greatness through daily routine, including a daily regimen of gratitude. Think of at least three things today before you go to bed that you are grateful for and try to make a habit of it. Thanks for joining me.